Jackie Soxie. Hello, Jam Jam. It's been a crazy week, hasn't it, oh for God. the girls at Women on Top? Oh, it has been. God, we have been work, 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 I know. work. I feel like, though, this week has just been like everything is supposed to happen one way and has been happening the other yes. way. Do you feel like that? I do. Do you think Mercury is in retrograde? I feel like it's always in fucking retrograde. <laughs> well, we have one of my favorite people here who oh. I've kind of met through friends and events over the last like year, I would say. She's this amazing artist named Beth Bowen, right? Ooh. Last name is Bowen. Yeah. Bowen. I always get last name. BB. 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 Like Beyonce. Yeah. Um, and she is such an incredible woman. When we ever, we've ever talked, um, we just talk about like authenticity and things that are going on in her life and my life, and I feel like such a great connection to her. So welcome, Beth. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so how are to be you here today, I'm feeling great. Girl. I'm feeling great. Good. Just so glad I didn't have to drop off those kids at school. I know, and oh you have gosh. four children. Can four. you explain yeah. why you decided to have what four is children? The, well, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, okay, let's let's back it up. <laughs> so I I got married uh, young. I was um, married at twenty three. Okay. Mm. And Why? Then, First bad decision. Why? Just right, right, right. <laughs> Let's just say, okay, uh, moved to LA, uh -huh. you know, with uh, all the glitz and glam in, in my eyes. I was like, okay, this is going to be awesome. Uh -huh. Then I met my future ex-husband, and he just came in on the white horse. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, anyone would have signed up for what I was presented. And what, what mm -hmm. were you presented? It was like the Wolf of Wall Street, seriously. Okay. Like, okay. So he's just like, you know, big, like high roller, right. like, mm -hmm. but really good looking, um, you know, speaks four languages. I'd give it up for that. Yeah. I'd give it up for half of that. <laughs> no, but two MBAs. I mean, where's these suits that I couldn't even pronounce? Emerald, mm -hmm. Gildo, Zania. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do they sell that at JC Penney's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was like a whole nother world. And, you know, did you I was, meet him in Los Angeles? I did. How did I, you meet? I met him where I was cocktail waitressing at a place called oh. Backstage Cafe that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. And he came in and he was speaking French with a bunch of French guys. I'm like, oh, what part of France are you from? He's like, I'm Italian. Voulez-vous like, coucher oh, avec moi? Exactly. That's, well. That's the only thing I know. Right? <laughs> like, will you get in bed with me Literally. today? But he's just like, he's a better looking Ben Affleck, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, wow, this guy has it all. And he mm -hmm. likes me. And it was just like, do you have a passport? I'm like, I do. He's like, great. We're going to Tahiti Island hopping for three weeks. And I was like, I remember calling my, my parents and I'm like, you know, mom, I met the man of my dreams. He's taking me to Tahiti. And he's mm -hmm. like, you're young and naive. You're not going anywhere. And um, no, but we we went on this amazing trip and he gave me a shell promise ring like two months into our relationship, mm -hmm. proposed in Venice, Italy. Six months later, we got married at the Carmel Mission a year later, mm -hmm. um, had a gorgeous reception at Clint Eastwood's ranch. I mean, it was ridiculous. But then things went south, I would say, after the second child. What mm -hmm. happened exactly? Um, addiction issues, rage. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally saw the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, and I was like, is this a documentary? <gasps> this <is> <laughs> was God. someone following so me? So was he that <laughs> deeply into addiction? Like, was it that? Of everything. After the of everything. Did you know wow. that, though, after the second baby? You know, I, I knew that he had issues, like, with rage. Not directed at me, mm -hmm. but just in general. I'm like, okay, this guy has big ups and downs, like, mm -hmm. you know. And I would just thought, you know, but he is an excellent provider. He's just under a lot of stress. Right. You know, he's traveling all over the world. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, kids, get in the car. We're going to the park or whatever when he's, like, melting down. Mm -hmm. um, so I was always just, like, walking on eggshells and, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, just trying to get out of the situation. Mm -hmm. And then um, the three kids were planned. 
the first three. Even though after even after the second kid, there were problems. You still went in front of another woman because it wasn't the the problems were really weren't directed at me. I wasn't aware of addictions. I wasn't aware of any addictions. No idea about none, 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 none. I just knew that he was up and down a lot, and he didn't sleep much. I'm like, wow, he's so successful. He doesn't require really any sleep. No mother does. I didn't realize, you know, it's like. He was doing blow all night yeah, long. Right. I was like, cocaine keeps you up and um, yeah. Ambien puts you to bed and, and Adderall you know wakes that? you up. How, how did you know that? I didn't. I was so, you know, up to my head with kids and, mm-hmm. you know, toddlers and going to mommy and me and different, you know, groups. And like we're, he was traveling a bunch and he wanted us to travel with him. And we were just so busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like an acid trip. We had these huge parties. I mean, we're always entertaining. And... It was, it was, was just the ridiculous. intimacy still there, like between the two of you? Yeah, I mean, I, I hmm. I'm sure sex on cocaine is wild, so I'm sure <laughs> yeah, it yeah, makes I, you I very turned on. on and horny. Right, right. I mean, Give I, someone some cocaine in my yeah, house, sure. And we'll have a great old I mean, yeah. I honestly, I had no idea he was on coke, and I don't think I think he did most of his partying when he was traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's at least what I've gathered through tons of therapy with him. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but. It wasn't until after the th- I was pregnant with our third child, mm-hmm. I found out everything. Just like oh, Elin wow. Nordigan, like Tiger okay. Woods' is mm-hmm. ex. Did you do the golf club smashing the I windows? I wish I oh, did. I, yeah. I took the cell phone Smashed to the face. all the plates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I took the cell phone to the face instead. Um, he was totally passed out on Ambien, and the yeah. phone was going off. And he had a BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. And I, I never had a smartphone. Right. Because right. he was always projecting. He's like, well, what mm-hmm. do you need a smartphone for? I mean, if yeah. it's just you know, contact me mm-hmm. and you have the kids and call but your was friends. Was he controlling a little bit? Like oh, yeah, that? of course. But I yeah. just thought like, oh, he's just, you know, he's so protective. But what you know, were he the just first loves- signs that like something was off? Yeah. Honestly, he came home and it was the first time he came home from a trip and he directed his rage at me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, the house is a mess. Like here I'm pregnant, out to, you know. Yeah. Here. I'm so was huge. And you've got and kids plus, already. And yeah. I'm huge when I'm pregnant, uh, by the way. I'm not the cute, oh, like, little oh, If you want to know huge, no, no, no. I had two 10-pound babies. Same. I, I, I bet I beat you for how big. Oh, I gave you 75 to 80 pounds okay, each maybe pregnancy. You, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I gave you 50, but it was just <laughs> in my gut. No, 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 girl. I, I, they literally brought me the baby. I was like... Yeah, that's not eight pounds. Yeah, it's at least 10. 27. Yeah. Yeah. Can you please reweigh the baby now? Out of your vagina or Le- your stomach? No, stomach. Same. I, Thank God. I would be ripped from like one side to the other side. <laughs> Literally. Attractive. Literally. Yeah. So no, no. Too posh to push. No. I did try. <laughs> yeah, I did try. I did try. I did try. I didn't even work. try. I just went in. Yeah. 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 Just get cut open. Yeah. So four C-sections. So anyway, so he came home from a trip and he was just directing his rage at me for the mm-hmm. first time. And I'm like, something's up. Something's up with him. So I, when I woke up in the morning, I immediately went to his phone because I knew he was like That's what totally women passed do. out. Go to the phone. Pa- I've never checked before. I've never checked. See, I check every, all the time. Every time though he traveled, <laughs> like I, he was so good. He yeah. would, there's a place called the Woods in Brentwood. I don't know if it still exists. But I think he, he would send mm. these amazing arrangements and people would come over like, Oh my God, my condolences. I'm so sorry. They just assumed <gasps> someone died. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just my husband. He just loves me so much. He loves me oh, so sorry. much. So you didn't expect anything. So, yeah. Sorry, your husband doesn't love me as much as me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, Cocky. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm. 
does me. Um, yeah. So fast forward. So basically he was projecting his guilt. So mm-hmm. when he was acting out or whatever the hell he was doing on his business trips, he would send me a gorgeous arrangement. Mm-hmm. And it totally guilt. Yeah. kept yeah. me in the dark. So this time when he came home and he's like, the house is a mess. We have we have nannies, maids. Like, what the hell do you do? You don't yeah. do shit. You know, I'm sick of this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, this is the Intuition, first time. Right? Yeah. yeah. I go, you, you know felt what? felt something know what in I, your gut. know what I thought I was going to do? I'm like, I'm going to hire somebody right. to go and hit on him somewhere. Right. I was like going. Yeah, I was so thinking, you can see the reaction so, of him, so right? Like, I know nothing about a BlackBerry. It's like yeah. a small computer. My thumbs are no too big. No one needs to have a BlackBerry. I was <laughs> just like, yeah. yeah, but this is, this is back to, um, 10 years ago. So... His phone was like going off and he was literally snoring from his ambient like coma. Mm-hmm. And I took his phone and I am afraid of him because he is, he's a very yeah. strong, like a uh, domineering, uh, passionate, big guy. Like I'd be like, if he knows I took his phone, like he's going to lose his Would mind. he hit you? Would he have hit you? No, but he would have broken the door down to get it. Right. And that's wow. just as, that's yeah, just as scary. scary yeah. Literally. So I remember I got in and there's all these text messages, these random people. And it was like, to so-and-so from Italy. And I'm like, who the fuck is Italy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was him. And he was sending messages to these girls on these sites. And I had oh. no idea. So I'm like, okay, that's it. Done. Bye. I woke him up. I, like, attacked him the phone. I'm like, get the fuck Andrew out of here. how many months pregnant? Oh, Seven or eight. <gasps> we worried about going into labor and having preterm birth because right. the stress yeah, of that. Yeah, but would have I, I remember throwing his phone over the balcony. We had this ridiculous, gorgeous home that I was so miserable in. I uh-huh. swear, at our, I think wealthiest, I was the yeah. most miserable. Isn't I mean, that funny? Funny. now, yeah. now I'm, money does not bring no, happiness. At all. I mean, I mean, I've never been be so happy, broke, but, but I've but, never been so fucking happy in my life. Yeah. Seriously, like I wake up every day, like I don't walk on eggshells. My yeah. kids are good. Mm-hmm. Like we're good. So, did you kick him out? Did he move out? I kicked him out. Okay, did he, he beg left. for you back? But oh yes, he cried and in the fetal position. So, like, you well, obviously forgave well, him. So, right. what happened? Two years of therapy. He, okay. I mean, he's he's so good. Like he read every book about addiction. He was like the master. Like he was the mm. one that was like, um, he's the guy who became, um, uh, what is the word? Like he he was the not the like the rep, but the he had um, a mentor. So he was mentoring people underneath him. Right. So he was like running meetings. So, you know, it goes along with, like, the narcissistic borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. It was just like, well, if I am this way, I'm going to know more about it than anybody else Mm -hmm. type. So he would always, like, talk with, like – like attic lingo and it was just like well this is triggering me and you're crossing my boundaries and that's what I say to my husband I'm like, <laughs> this is my boundary and I'm just like okay enough with that talk like you know yeah. it's just but anyway so two years into it um I literally I guess had a weak moment before drop off mm-hmm. it only takes one time kids <gasps> like an after school special no. I've done that before before drop off in the morning, it was yeah, that's no, stressful. Wow. That's a stressful no, no, time. No, no, before pickup. I'm sorry. Oh, before pickup. Like, that's still kind of a stressful time. You can leave them there till at least. I four. mean, it yeah. was so quick that I honestly I forgot about it. And then he took off to China, and I remember and he didn't use a condom. No, and I, I was and you weren't like, on birth control. Yeah. You know how this works, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay, the birds and but the bees. One time, <laughs> one fucking time. That's all it takes. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling well. Um, a couple months later. And I, my mom had Hodgkin's um, after she had me. And so she always told me, like, if you're feeling really lethargic, like, mm-hmm. don't, 
you know, just brush it off, like go to the doctor, get a blood panel, like yeah, figure it out. out. Yeah, figure make out, sure. Yeah. And so I was feeling so sick, but it wasn't like nauseous. I'm like, well, I'm not pregnant. I haven't had mm-hmm. sex. Like I literally forgot. wiped. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. So I'm like, I haven't had sex in two years. So I told my doctor, I'm like, do a full blood panel, whatever it is. I can yeah. take it. Like let's, I have small children. Like I have to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she called me back and she's like, listen, come into the office. And I'm like, oh, I am not no. driving to Beverly Hills. <gasps> no. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And she's like, you're going to meet him or her in nine months. And I'm like, well, that's impossible. She's like, nope, you had sex. And I'm like, shit, I fucking had sex. <laughs> How did you tell him? He was ecstatic. Uh-uh. Oh, for sure. Because he's, he's like, like oh, because I'm, thought, thought, I'm not going anywhere. Because yeah. I wasn't working. He's going to control you again. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, who's going to want her with four kids? Yeah. You know? <gasps> he was ecstatic. He was like, oh, yes. So did he this move back so in? Great. Well, it was a year. My mom was sick. My mom ended up passing away. Not from mm-hmm. Hodgkin's. This is, that. you know, whatever, 30 five, six years later, she had congestive mm-hmm. heart failure and complications from the radiation from when she did have cancer. Anyways, I just, it was that aha moment that mm-hmm. life is too short. Yeah. When I lost my mom, I'm like, all right, that's it. This is it. Done. I'm, bye. Yeah. I don't have a job. I don't know what's going to happen. i rather jump from the fourth story of a burning building and hoping that there's a net uh-huh. than to stay and for sure be engulfed in flames and die. <gasps> wow. That's powerful. Did you How? What, was did you have the fourth child when you had had the fourth child come already? Oh, yeah. But when you decided yeah, to my, leave, and yeah, no, and my she was a year old when yeah. my mom passed, and mm. then I was going through like the divorce process. How did you find the strength? I mean, I find it hard to find strength in a daily basis just to get through the day. Sometimes with small children, how did you find the strength to pick yourself up and? completely turn your life around. I mean, I just know, I don't know if I have that in me, you know, like I guess it was you, the I guess you scariest do you thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I went through the worst case scenario when they say, oh, well, you're married to an entrepreneur. He could file bankruptcy. He could leave the country. He's mm-hmm. not a U.S. citizen. Oh, check, check, check. He did it all. Oh, he left he, the country? He filed bankruptcy. He uh-huh. left the country. I went on government support. <gasps> I went in Compton. I got in the line, oh, signed up for food what stamps. What does it feel like to get in the line yeah. in Compton? Let me tell you. First of all, I... <clears throat> what does that do to you as a person? Like, finding that <laughs> Is it humiliating? Like, Beyond. It, you feel yeah. shame. You feel humiliated. I was like, I don't belong here. These yeah. people are poor. Like yeah. they're poor. Mm-hmm. And my friend's like, really, you don't belong there? First of all, you paid into the system for 13 years. You have mm-hmm. four kids. How the hell are you going to feed them? <gasps> Who is watching them while they're, you know, they're at, you know, come back from school and you need to work a job. Mm-hmm. I had it eight o'clock or seven forty-five, whatever drop off, an eight fifteen drop off, like a nine o'clock drop off. And then I had to pick up at one, one thirty. Who's hiring me for three hours a day? <gasps> And who's going to give me enough mm. money to take care of my children, feed them, pay pay our mortgage, right. you know, whatever. So a series of unfortunate events. I had moved into my friend's guest house. I had all four kids, no money, minimal family support. My father's head injured. He has a rationale of a nine-year-old. My brother oh my um, has a wife and his own child. When you go to rock bottom, you yeah. can do anything. You really can. I agree, can. I agree point. with that. Yeah. Because and you have nothing to lose. Yeah. And you appreciate you lost it, right? everything. Yeah. Everything. I lost everything. everything. And I just, I don't care about 
any of like the the material the things and yeah. the the BS. And it's just like I honestly am like I feel like a cancer survivor. I'm like I appreciate every day. Do you I'm miss like, being rich though? Hell yeah. Good question. <laughs> I'm closet rich. Money, yeah, and isn't yeah. money like I we were talking about this with Christian Chenoweth like it's okay to want money because money equals freedom and right. and being able to choose which path you want to go down because you have the financial support to do so. And it's okay to want money. Does not having money make you, and again, you've probably answered this, make you depressed within yourself or... It made me work harder. Right. For the first time in my life, I had a light, like, lit under my ass or, like, I was like, all right, do it. Yeah. I mean, what what are my options? I have four kids to take care of. Mm-hmm. No excuses. My do God. it. Put fear in the backseat. Go for it. And that's yeah. what I feel like with women when we're faced with the worst possible scenario. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there's something deep within us that comes out like this tiger, like the phoenix rising. Yeah. And it's like, I will... I will make sure my family is safe. Mm-hmm. It's like this mama thing that comes out. 100%. I don't know if men have it as much. I, I guess they do when it comes to work and wanting to financially support their family. But it's like this deep, like animalistic guttural, almost, yeah, animal, animalistic, like feeling that comes over a woman that she must protect yeah. so her true. cubs, and at so all true. costs, she will yeah. die. She will. It's true. Murder. She will true. do anything yeah. to keep them safe. It's true. I mean, I worked odd jobs. I helped take care of a, an elderly lady. I took her to her doctor's appointments. I worked at the gym. Mm-hmm. I worked at a bar method. I answered phones. I mean, you, you name it. I did everything that I could. Uh, my ex ended up coming back into the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he started helping out a bit. Things started to settle. Mm-hmm. And... Um, from that, it's just, it gave me the courage to just do whatever the fuck I want to do in my life. And it was wow. awesome. That's like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do art. I love it. Uh-huh. And I put it out there. And is I, your ex still in your life now? Like, yeah, is he around yeah, yeah, yeah. for he, the kids? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He's, well, he, he's here physically. He, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he's still kind of emotionally, on, emotionally messed, out. Out, um, messed up and everything. Is he still addicted? No. I do mean, you know that well, for sure? I don't. Right. But he doesn't have the same... Uh, I don't say symptoms. I mean, he doesn't have, he doesn't. The telltale signs. Yeah. Sort of. yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he says he's sober, but you know. Do you ever feel angry that your life didn't turn out exactly how you had planned? 100%. Right. Yeah. 100%. Do you have rage over that? Totally. And there yeah. was times you see like the perfect family on Instagram. I'm like, I hate never, you. Believe me. <laughs> it's I never the perfect you. family. There's never a perfect situation. <laughs> like, have you ventured back into the dating world? Oh, yeah. I was in a four-year relationship. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And yeah. that's current, current now? or No, we broke up a year ago. And actually, that was my real aha moment. That's actually when I started my art. I, I realized my pattern mm-hmm. is that I put so much into my spouse, boyfriend, the person I'm with. And I think it goes to being a mother too, nurturing, mm-hmm. you nurture your children, you nurture the person you're with. Had I put that energy into myself, mm-hmm. you know, I would have created an empire for myself. Right. And so anyways, what happened was we broke up and I'm like, wow, at the time I was approaching 40, I am 40 now. Last October, actually a year ago, um, a dear friend of mine, uh, she commissioned an art piece for me. And I really respect her. I love her to pieces. And she was like, you know what, Beth? You should do this. This is what you need to do. This mm-hmm. is your calling. Do art. Stop mm-hmm. the entertainment and all the other yeah. crap. It's like, there's no money in it. You know, you're too old. Like, she was just joking <laughs> with me. She's like, no, but she's like, you do your art. Do your art. This is, this is incredible. Bliss. Do yeah. it. 
And I was just, I didn't have the confidence to put my stuff out there because I thought, you know, I didn't go to school for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm self-taught. Who's going to take me seriously? I had that negative conversation in my head yeah. that we do when we put ourselves down or we don't mm-hmm. believe in ourselves and we let fear take the wheel. Oh yeah. And so I was like, you know what? No, I am going to do this. And I randomly went online. I booked a gallery in Hollywood and um, for like a, a faraway date. So it was like beginning of September. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. or end of August, October 6th. I'm going to have a gallery showcase. And I did. And the guy, the gallery owner called me back and he said, hi, this is Ramses. And he said, "Um, how many pieces do you have? And I said, well, how many um, pieces does your place hold? He's like, oh, about 14. I have 14. (laughs) I literally, I didn't. I had like six at the time. And he's like, okay, so who's your curator? So I grabbed my phone. I'm like, what the fuck's a curator? Mm-hmm. And what do they do? So I'm like going through my phone and, and he's like, well, I have all this year's experience. I, I, you know, I've curated for this and this. And I go, you know what? You're hired. You sound amazing. And he was like, well, great. I'm honored. And so I invited, I had the show for friends and family mm-hmm. thinking, you know, one and done. And I had a great turnout and I sold a couple pieces and he pulled me aside and he's like, you know what, Beth, I really want to help you. (gasps) It's LA. Nobody helps anybody. They have great intentions. But they have great intentions. But there was like, I was like, I'm like, oh, we'll have lunch. I'm like, you have great intentions, but it's, you know, it doesn't happen sometimes. And so he called me two weeks later. He's like, Beth, are you sitting down? I said, I am. He's like, well, I submitted one of your pieces to Gabriel Fine Arts of London. They're coming here. They're doing a huge showcase with Chris Riggs. He's a huge mirrorless. Um, he's all, travels all over the world. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It was a big international showcase. He's like, I submitted one of your pieces and I submitted one of all the people that rented my studio in the last year mm-hmm. and all of my own because he's an artist himself. He's like, they picked your Mermaid Lagoon. Mm-hmm. I was the wild spot that night. And not only did my piece sell that night, they invited me to Art Basel Miami, <gasps> which is like the Academy yeah, Awards. Yeah. And then they're like, do you have 12 by 24 pieces? Like, sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. they become. I have 12 by 24. Yeah. Did I? Hell no. I went to Michael's the first Fake thing in the morning. I feel like that's my whole life. <laughs> Literally. I was like, I. Ha- when does Michael's open? Yeah. So I got 12 by 24. I threw together something really quick. Took the blow dryer. Literally, like, blow dry. Like, dry, dry, dry. Bubble wrapped it, and I brought it to them. I'm like, here you go. He's like, great, thanks. And then from that, I got picked up by a gallery in New York. I went, I was represented by LA Art Show. Mm. And then from that, I got picked up by an art agent out of mm-hmm. New York, New York Art Expo. I painted with the ashes from the Woolsey Fires of Malibu. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And um, it was Ashes for Hope. Mm-hmm. And the money went towards the victims, the, the devastating fires. Mm-hmm. Sold the piece that night. Got picked up by a gallery in Austria, Pax Gallery. Mm. Um, then I was in. I got accepted to Art Monaco, the Louvre, which I'm going next week. <gasps> oh my god! And Cannes Film weeks. Festival. Maybe I'll see your piece there. Yeah. Well, it's a showcase, so okay, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm doing a show what, what's there. The date? I'm going 18th to the 21st. I'll be on the 21st. Oh wow! Cool. <gasps> yeah, that's crazy. It. I'll be at the Louvre. I'll oh. see you at the Louvre. <gasps> and your pieces go, just so our listeners know, for like thousands and thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. Like four and up, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Some, I, some, a, Such an inspirational like story. Like I said, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I am one to cut a deal. So, you know, DM me. I can work within the budget. Um, I like my pieces to go to happy homes. But it's just that, you know, with, without all of these things and the 
overcoming adversity, there's no way I would have the confidence to put myself out there. Right. So it's it's almost like when you go through uh-huh. the trauma and then death, divorce, uh, breakups, it's like, what do you have to fear? Exactly. Yeah. And then point. you can channel all of that into right. your art. Totally. Right? But yeah. there's like, what are they going to say? Oh, I don't like your art. Okay. Well, there's somebody <laughs> like I've gone through the worst yeah. possible. Exactly. I think that about like I, birth sometimes. I'm yeah. like, well, I got my stomach cut open from like left to right and I'm doing improv right now. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? Like someone doesn't laugh at your right. joke. It's oh, like, yeah. who cares? Or you pass out. Okay. Someone will pick you up. But it's like, once you've been like literally cut open and a human being has come through your stomach, totally. it's like, what do you have to lose? Exactly. Really? Exactly. So that's what I, I just, you know, put fear in the back seat and just went for it. So now you support yourself through your art. Yeah. Wow, full-time that's amazing. artist. Yeah. That is amazing. So what's Thank next you. for you? Are you going to be showing it different? So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to the Louvre. Okay. It's huge for me huge. and mm-hmm. I'll be at the Cannes Film Festival. I'll be at LA Art Show again this year. Okay. Um, I'll be at the Cannes Film Festival next, next year. Yeah, yeah. Next, next May. May. Yep. And then I got into um, a museum in Austria. I'll be there September through December, a piece. So Wow. Yeah. And then... Tell us a little bit, just walk us through. I know you were on There Goes the Motherhood on Bravo. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like for you? Why did you decide to do it? it? I wanted the show because I I haven't seen the show, so explain what the show is. It's okay. No one really saw it. Uh, no, one, no one watches Pretty Little Liars. Don't worry. I, I actually saw it. No one saw it but Roxy. Roxy saw it. I'm like, I actually Roxy saw it. Roxy likes her Bravo show. You know I love my Bravo show. It was like 10 o'clock. It was like one of those, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. yeah. housewives, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You're like falling asleep. Yeah, exactly. I think at the time, you know, I had a young, my daughter was really young. So it was kind of like, okay, like getting, doing the mom group thing. So I kind of like related a little bit on, you know, in that sense. But um, yeah, tell us about your experience. Like, tell us what the show is and like why you did it. Well, I was going through a divorce, didn't have any (laughs) money. money. (laughs) How did they find you? It would lead to other things. I actually um, called an old agent back and I said, hey, submit me on anything and everything. I got to make some money, right? Got to make some money. I downloaded, it was what is like LA casting or something. I submitted Mm -hmm. myself. And there was a project with Nicole Richie called Candidly Nicole, and it was on mm-hmm. VH1. I did mm-hmm. an episode with her on that, and I brought Megan, who was on the show, to mm-hmm. that. Okay. And then, because I knew she was having her kids in Hollywood, and she's funny. I was like, oh, she'd be good for this. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted moms to speak candidly about motherhood. And then Jill pulled me aside, and she's like, hey, I saw the playbacks. I thought you looked great on camera. I would love for you to try audition for my show that I have with the Magical Elves. I'm like... Magical, whatever I'm in. It's like the, I one of the biggest production companies for had reality. I no TV. idea. And oh. I'm like, sure, call your, your magical people, call mine, <laughs> and now let's do this. <laughs> and and, um, and then jump through all the hoops and, yeah. you know, got casted. But, you know, it was not, I, I love the fact that it did open up doors. I met a lot of great people, um, but the process sucked. I hated mm. it. Like you do that five minute, um, where we're all in a group um, mm. taping. It was like four hours and they just like yell at you and it's such like forced drama. Say, right. yeah. You know, they it's like, drunk as well. oh, yeah, did they eat drunk? I wish, you oh. know, I needed a cocktail right. in those meetings. <laughs> Me and Roxy drunk. <laughs> I was yeah. just rolling. And Things they, would go down. Yeah, but they had these rules that you can't talk to your castmates and it'll you know, go against because, you know, they're, they're like the puppet masters, you know, right. they're putting the show together and it's like almost like the Hunger Games where it's like you're in your, your tribe and you're, you're, just for yourself, you know, you're trying to survive mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of out for themselves. Um, but I you know I, I hated it to be honest. 
Yeah. Do you keep it, up with any of the girls? Like, um, Stephanie moved to Nashville. We we were um, mm. really close. Yeah. I just wish she lived in L.A. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I'll see Megan at the grocery store, but our kids, you know, are going different directions and, you know, we're not in the same like social group. But. So let's talk about Instagram. Yeah. Because you're you've got a good following on Instagram. I don't know about that. Do you but. think Instagram is a negative or a positive platform? Negative. Is it just negative? I hate oh. it. What don't you like? What okay. why don't well, you like? Well, I, I should say you only caught me in a bad moment. I'm really down on social like media. <laughs> you're like, I'm not well, listen, feeling no, it. Can we just be so crazy? Yeah. Can we just oh, be honest? It is. It changes all the time. Let's just talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. We're building a house on someone else's land. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they basically are catching on like, well, why aren't you paying us rent? Rent. They don't want you paying. To be making money from deals and getting all sure. the from that. Right. And, I, you know, I, it makes sense. You know, I, I had a, um, what do you call it? Um, a social help media helper, mm-hmm. which, you know, they use those bots and they like and comment for you like while you're sleeping because it's it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's so, you know, so many people are in these comment pods. I never joined. I, I never did so that. So many people are buying. I've never done that. So back end. Buying, yeah, they're buying I've back never. end algorithms, likes. Yeah. I've never and done that. you can tell. I feel I, like you can tell. Well, yeah. Now I have like from 67,000, like 400 likes on a photo. It's like, okay. So Instagram's only allowing your followers, 1% of your followers mm-hmm. are seeing your page Which at any given time. Crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So the influencer, whoever these people are, are not, unless they have millions and millions of followers, you really don't have that same platform as right. everyone once did. So Instagram's smart. They caught on. They're like, okay, no more of this. But it's just exhausting. I mean, I need it yeah. for my art. Which it's is, a full-time job in it and of itself. Yes. I just Why don't have just time. Why don't pay a fee then? Yeah. Like, for example, I have 1.2 million followers, and like one picture will get 100,000 likes, one picture will get 5,000. It is so crazy, and yeah. it's literally just about who engages in that first two minutes with your picture if just so you know, so if, if a huge amount of people flurry in that first right. two minutes, your picture will go up to like a hundred thousand people will see it. And if they don't, then you'll get five thousand. Mm-hmm. Like it's just about how many people but then I think, well, why don't we just pay a twenty dollar flat fee per month so right. everyone and all your followers can see what you're doing? Yeah. That would be amazing. If they open up the floodgates, yeah, right. twenty bucks. Never gonna happen. Because they'll lose too right? much money. You think they, they oh, would? 100%. Because we, we are banking on them to make a living. They're like, well, you're making all this money and people yeah. are making millions of dollars. Well, this is our land, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. they're like, oh, forget this. I mean, I, I, I totally get it. And it just drives me nuts. Like the, the Instagram models and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they shut down Instagram. You're no longer a model. Right, right. What are you going to do? do? <laughs> I, mean, what do you, I mean, it's just, it's so silly, but it's just, I mean, it's everything. Of course it's filtered. I'm not going to put up right. an ugly picture of myself. Right, right. Like, I'm not no. that humble. But then you think about it. Like, when you're driving down the street, you look up and you see all these ads, right? Our life and our world is inundated with ads. You get a magazine and there's, like, 20 ads in there. So isn't it just another way of marketing for brands? For example, they have a target audience. So mm-hmm. if they have someone who has 1.2 million followers, a very specific demographic, female, in the USA, they're targeting 1.2 million people and probably only paying five to $10,000 for it, which is so much less expensive than putting an ad in a magazine 100%. or yeah. putting a billboard up, which is hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. So for brands, it probably makes sense to them because they're like, I can get the word out very fast yes. to people who 
like to watch what the person who's yes. posting does. Mm-hmm. So for, for brands, it's probably they're saving a lot of money. But right. then it's getting fucked up because the algorithm keeps changing. It so does. It's 1% people, now. One yeah. So, so yeah. there's people don't, like the, the you know, three and four million, whatever, however many the number is, right. is not the actual number that people are saying, nope. you know, that is being nope. presented. And some brands know that and they're catching on too. So they're offering less money because mm-hmm. they know that the reach isn't as strong. And they see it. That's why they always say, like, oh, use this code. All, I mean, it's great. Like, everyone's, like, marketing their stuff or whatever. But they know that, yeah, they're cutting corners. They're getting these celebrities or bravo celebrities mm-hmm. or whatever to open their boxes and stuff. I mean, I, I, it's smart. But they're also understanding. It's like, well, we can pay them less because yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they're not getting the What's same coverage. What's crazy is we know of a company who started their business on Instagram. It was a shake company. They just sold their business for $82 million. No, they dollars. did Yes, and the only marketing they did was on Instagram influencers. Wow. Is it the one that I'm thinking of, the one that's I like- I don't know, but it's a protein-like shake, okay. and they sold it for $82 million. Only um, ads were through Instagram. Working so Instagram. there's a lot of money in there. Sure. It just depends on how you use it for your business mm-hmm. and how you let it see. Like for me, it does get me down sometimes because I feel like it seeps into my life too much about like, what is my worth? Like this picture means a lot to me, but mm-hmm. no one's liking right. it. Right, totally. Are they really not liking it or are they just not seeing it? They're not seeing right. it So it probably. does like affect your them. psych, yeah. I think. Totally. And it also affects your self-esteem. 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's now, everyone's you, highlight reel. Do you use like Facetune and like the filters? Okay, yeah. so you're not Especially opposed to using like, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I see. I'm not going to be like, oh, look at the bags under my eyes. Right. I had a rough night. But then I felt the pressure to post because I haven't posted in three weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's like... I mean, now that I'm not focusing on the entertainment world anymore, it's been less stressful because I, I just don't care anymore. So are you now retired from the entertainment <laughs> world? Uh, like, is it not coming back for you at all? I, I don't know. It's just, it's it's not my focus. Yeah. Um, I'm 100% all in with my art. I wish I'd known the future 10 years ago. I would have started with the art. I mm-hmm. had no idea that doors would open for me like this. And, and maybe it's they been wouldn't have so opened surreal. back then that's like true. they did now. Maybe mm-hmm. there was that's a true. different strength and artist you Timing became. Too. Yeah. Timing. Right. Through your experience. Timing for mm-hmm. sure. Everything happens for a reason. I do mm-hmm. believe that. Even yes. though in the moment we're like, fuck, why is this happening <laughs> yeah. to me? Yes. I do think it's it's kismet and I think yes. it's all planned out. But it's so scary when you don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. Um and you're in a moment of bat like in when you were in, in line getting food stamps, you yep. would never know that you would have an art piece a couple of years later that would sell for four million four million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it I'm yeah, giving it your to your list of God ears. Yes, Four thousand dollars. So you just don't know the future, yeah. and I think that's that's the hardest thing about life is just losing that that control. Right. Yeah. And right. Sometimes no. we have to lose it. And I keep my card because it has my maiden name on it. Mm-hmm. I went back. I mean, it has my married name on it. I went back to my maiden name, but as a reminder. Yeah. So I keep it in my wallet. Where your life could have been. You still, still have it in your wallet. I, have it. I need to see <gasps> it. Yeah. Wow. I need keep, to see it. I keep it as a reminder from where I was and where I am now. Because you have a that's Chanel. It's in your Chanel bag. Oh, it's see? your. Oh, yeah. In my Chanel bag. Yep. Yep. But mm-hmm. I was there, California. Amazing. Quest. That's what amazing. an amazing story. Story, right? Of- Success, but that's From, my reminder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was collecting on this, and yep, yep I keep it down here. Thank Sorry, you for coming and sharing your story, and thank you for having me. Yes, that for was so us, wonderful. we have a lot of listeners who are probably female, and they're probably yeah. going through. Well, not probably. Some of them might be going through what you're going through. So, what is a message that you want to tell people about? when you lose everything or you're in a bad situation about finding that strength to yeah, continue. What advice would you give what them? What advice would you give them? You know, 
sorry. I would say to weather the storm, to get in it, understand what's happening, get your priorities in order. Where do you want to go? Almost like a vision board, what you want to do, how are you going to execute it and make it happen? And even if you're not at rock bottom, the time is now, mm. you know, tomorrow is not promised. Not guaranteed. Right? And it's like, you want to do something, do it. The mm. only thing you regret I hear on your deathbed is what you didn't do. Right. Mm-hmm. So do it now. So what if you fail? You tried. Right. Do it. Whatever it is, face go for the rejection, it. face and the fear. Is not taking the shot. Yeah. I do Take it. That. Yep. Do it. I mean, I've had so many doors, you know, shut on me. And then the Louvre offered me a position. <laughs> okay. To to showcase a piece of my art. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I'm going and um taking the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So um the time is now and go for it. Grab it by the balls and just go. I knew she was gonna say balls. There's not <laughs> a it. podcast that goes by without Roxy saying the word balls, balls. really. So I'm I glad mean, we didn't have okay. to say balls to you today. But thank you for being here and thank you, my pleasure. Thank you for having That's me. That's amazing. Thank we you. are honored. Yes. And um we will see everyone next week. Yes, we I will will speak to everyone next Next week, oh, where can we where can we be found? Oh, we can be found anywhere you want me to. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I just my fantasy came out. Um, women on top official. Yes, on Instagram, and we are we are women, women on top. And don't forget, rate, subscribe, and comment on our iTunes and Spotify. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.